You're listening to Unlock Your Life, a podcast that empowers heart-centered entrepreneurs getting from hustle to harmony by building a business without compromising their life, relationships, or kids. My name is Susan McLean Bond, and I am a business coach, trauma therapist, shipbuilder, and first mate on tall ships. In this podcast, I go deep into where we get stuck around money, why, and how to break free and unlock your life. Because if you came into this world to bring value, change, potential, then why not do it in the way that's also best for you? Let's create the world you would love to live in. Let's start today with your next step to unlocking your life. Hi there. Welcome to Unlock Your Life, the podcast around how to create a business that's growing without sacrificing or compromising your life, your talents, your relationships, or your kids. My name is Susan McLean Bond, and today we are in the series around money and finance, um, episode two of that series, and we're going to talk about problem number one, thinking that you need money in order to manage money. And this is a big one for many people. They think, yeah, but you know, you can talk about managing money. I don't have any money. And if I don't have money, then what is there to manage, right? And I get it. I really do. How can you manage something you don't have? The other side to that is, why would I give you anything if you're not able to manage it? And I'm going to give you an example that might not sound very fair. But believe me, it is. I have two kids. One is Benjamin, the other is Rosalie. And they are in many ways opposites. Like all, most of you parents realize your kids are probably not very the same, even though they might look very similar. They are not in character, right? And um, we gave our kids a whole system through which they can manage their money. And that is by putting aside some money for this and for that. And I'll explain that later in these episodes. Um, but it's a management system. And we gave both of them a management system where they can save, where they can spend, where they have some money for, for later on, etc. And with kids, I don't tell them how to use the management system. I just give them the system and I see what they do with it. Now, my daughter says, mommy, I don't really need money. You'll give me anything I need anyway. So I'll just save it all for later because I don't need any money, right? So she started managing it wisely and saying, and I forbid her to put everything away for later. I want her to play today as well, because if you have some money, you can also play with it, right? So I told her, well, I also want you to use a little bit of it today and save. And she really wanted to understand how to manage it. So I'm happy to give her more because she's learning, right? Now, my son is very opposite. And he says, why should I put away money for later when I can spend it now, right? And for me, that's totally fine. So he says, you know, I want money because I can spend it. I want money because I can spend it. I don't want to manage it. I want to spend it. That's what it's for. If I can't spend it, why would I even have it? I don't want to manage my money. I just want to have it to spend. Nothing wrong with that. But it's interesting, isn't it? That if my daughter asks for money, 
my first reaction is to sit down with her and talk with her about what it is that she wants, why does she want it, how can we manage it, how can we make sure she gets it. And when my son says, I want this, give me the money, I'm like, I don't know, why? It's interesting, isn't it? Think about it. And then think about that you as a parent are the universe for your kids. And think about what the universe is doing to you, right? If you don't manage the little amount of money you have, then why would I be inclined to give you more? Why would anybody be inclined to give you money if you throw it down the toilet anyway? And if that's something you really wanted, then that's fine. But do that with your own money. Why should I want to give you money to do that with? And that's interesting, isn't it? If you're good at managing money, people will trust you with your money. Why do we trust the bank? Because the bank is good with our money. So why do we give the bank money? Because it takes good care of it. Why would I give you my money if you don't take good care of it? It's interesting, isn't it? Even if you only have one dollar or one euro or one whatever it is, the currency that you use. If you can't manage that money well, and I'm not saying that managing is just meaning saving or spending or investing or whatever, I mean, saving or hoarding or investing or keeping it. I'm saying managing it. Managing might very well be to use some of it for something that gives you pleasure. I'm not saying that managing is all about never spending. I'm saying managing it. Banks spend money. Banks have fun. Banks also grow their money. And as soon as you are able to manage one dollar, another dollar might show up. But if you just spend it, it'll be gone before you've even put it in your pocket. And it's really interesting. Once you get this dynamic, you have to be able to manage it first. Goes for other things as well, right? If I give my, one of my kids or my husband or whoever a new bicycle and they manage it well and they clean it and they make sure that the maintenance is up to date, when something breaks, I'll shrug my shoulders and say, hey, that can happen. That's an accident. Come, let's go fix it. If they don't manage it well and something breaks, what would I say? Why would I even help you now, Right. You're not looking after your stuff. Now something is broken. Now you come to me. I'm sorry. This is what we do, right? Now look at your own behavior. If you think you need to have something before you can manage it, think again. You need to be able to manage the little things you have before you can get more of it. And it's interesting because I get that most of you say, well, you know, all of my money goes to my bills, so there's nothing left to manage. Could be true. But I would like you to look back in your years and see if you have never gotten a pay rise that could have led to more money to manage. And what did you do with that? Did you even notice in your results that you had a pay rise or was it evaporated before it even hit your bank account. Because if I look at me and look at most people I work with, their money results have gone up through their life. But their blueprint has made sure 
that they didn't even notice it. So that's what we're going to talk about next week. What specific money blueprints are there? And how can we do with those? And all these money blueprints have good sides and bad sides. There are five of them. We're going to talk about them next week. Um, for now, please join the Facebook group. The link is below. Money Mindset Strategies for Heart-Centered Entrepreneurs. And make sure that you are present at our Money Mindset Mastermind every Monday morning between 12 and 1 Central European time. I'll be there live and you can ask me all your questions and interact with me. Please be there. And if you have any comments or any questions that rise from this episode, put them down below. And I can't wait to talk all about money blueprints next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Unlock Your Life by Susan McLean Bunt. I hope you got inspired and have some great takeaways. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. See you next week.